Hello and welcome to everyone in the vast reaches of cyberspace to this lockdown edition episode of the Low Side Lowdown. Coming up in today's episode, we'll be taking a look at what the pandemic has done to our favorite pastime. And we will also look at what will be happening apart from that regarding the motorcycling scene. Uh, first of all, let's check out the Lockdown Edition intro. So now that we've checked out the intro, uh, let's get right into the content. First of all, we are going to, well, let's just see what's happening in, in our lives. Uh, first of all, as those of you who might be following the blog, I will add a link in the description for those who have not yet checked it out. I did some uh, engine work to my little Gilo Monster, the 1987 VFR400. That's been my my daily for quite a while, and uh, I since I've done the work on it, I haven't really had much time to drive it. And when I finally had the opportunity, I discovered it it didn't go well. Uh, we have a few pops and bangs due to a misfire, and for some reason the bike isn't charging. And I can't get it checked out and I can't get parts for it because South Africa is in day 26 of a national lockdown. And now what the South African lockdown entails is uh, that if you're not essential personnel or rendering an essential service, you are working from home if you can work from home. And uh, this means that most parts stores and are closed and that mechanic shops are only operate on essential vehicles. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I don't fall into that category. So I've been stuck in my house for the past 26 days, only going out to get groceries. That is, it's difficult, but we're doing this for the right reasons. Uh, stay home, guys, and stay safe. Now on some more distressing news uh, for the MotoGP fans we won't be seeing a race for quite a while I've quickly run through the MotoGP calendar all races up until the Catalan GP have been postponed so far uh, we don't know if this will change in the future but the first race that is still on a scheduled date is the German GP on the 21st of June uh, fingers crossed that that will still be taking place. But uh, let's dive into the content that we have for today. First of all, uh, as I said in the previous episode, motorcycle sales fall amid the COVID-19 outbreak. And uh, this is this is pretty much expected. There's no, there's no way that someone's going to risk their lives to get a motorcycle now and 
apart from that, there is there's very few people have the need for transportation at the moment in terms of a motorcycle. But following the pandemic, the Vietnamese motorcycle market has seen a reduction in sales of three percent from the first quarter. Uh, now that is that is significant. That is a significant drop in sales um, in such a short period of time. Um, the big thing that's been causing the drop in sales, according to the report, is the pandemic itself, as well as the rise of electric motorcycle manufacturers. Damn. Okay, but enough. Uh, speaking of that, actually, um, we're supposed to have a guest on today where we would be having the electric bike debate. I've finally been called out on me hating electric hating on electric bikes not gonna say hating them uh i do have some positive points but i'll leave that for 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 later we will be airing a special episode where i express my full opinion regarding electric motorcycles keep an eye out for that but moving on with the content ollie davidson lays off staff Cut salaries amid the coronavirus pandemic. The Milwaukee-based manufacturer um, is trying to cut as much of its expenses as possible. As reports have it that, uh, not in reports exactly, but Moody's expects a decline in sales uh, to undermine Harley-David's liquidity position. Um, from the estimation, the company has roughly $2.6 billion, about 48.5 billion rand in cash and committed credit facilities that would barely cover the $2.3 billion or 42, almost 43 billion rand debt uh, that could be maturing in the next 12 months. But this has also had a big impact on Harley Davidson's share price, which has been trading down 5.7% on 16 April 2020, roughly trading at 341 Rand a share, uh, roughly amounts to $18.25. So, what Harley Davidson have done is cut or, or temporarily laid off their production staff, seeing as they don't see a big, or saying the pandemic-induced disruption could dent its ability to supply and sell motorcycles. Well, we all saw some hardship coming for most manufacturers and I do feel for the families of those that have lost their jobs, but uh, I, I I can't speak for, for Harley Davidson. I I don't understand them. I do understand the move from a financial perspective, but in these unknown times, is that the best move for the employees though? But we'll have to wait and see how that pans out. Now we move on to 
fuck we said the best move. Uh, Visor down from the UK has published an article. Does riding a motorcycle count as exercise? Now, long story short, the UK is in lockdown. Similarly to South Africa, we do we are not allowed out or to leave the house except for essential what is what is regarded as essential journeys work that cannot be completed from home in the uk and the uk have allowed for exercise once a day such as running cycling and walking in south africa that is a no-no but there's been question rounds of whether motorcycling can count as a form of exercise and Relying on the fact that you actually do burn calories on a vigorous ride. Yes, canyon carving does take its toll on the physique. Um, and also its argument for mental health. And with this point, I can actually agree. Uh, I almost feel cabin fe fever setting in and I, I've, I've been bored to the point where I've never been this bored before. Um, but the arguments for riding motorcycles in the lockdown was shut down. Motorcycling as, an, as a means of transport for essential journeys, yes, guys, go ahead. But why it's not considered... Well, on that point where I said go ahead, Check with your local authorities, please. Um, there have been suggestions that certain areas will also not allow motorcycles. I can't confirm or deny the, these areas. But uh, from the article, making essential journeys such as to work and to the shops, that seems to be okay using your motorcycle but once again guys please do check uh, we don't want anyone being locked up for riding their their bike but as a means of exercise it's a no-no um, unfortunately uh, it's a pastime that we will also have to give up for a while uh, as the rest of the world also gives up their outdoor pastimes um, and on that point guys I, I, I do get it but please 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 don't break the law or break lockdown regulations or whatever it is known as in your region stay home stay safe that is the only way we are going to flatten the curve and flattening the curve quicker means we get to go outside and ride our bikes quicker. Uh, so keep that in mind, guys. Stay safe. Stay home. Only go outside when, or outside your your property when it is definitely needed. Now, our next story is, is a little heartbreaking for me because I've been fan of one of these. Bike specifically, I think it's the. Let me just double check it quickly. 
yeah, the Norton Commander, I've been a big fan of the bike. It's just begging to be modified, and I, if I could just get my hands on one of those. But unfortunately, the historic motorcycle maker that's been in operation for 120 years has slipped into financial administration uh, where there are millions of pounds owing according to company documents and uh, they've basically filed for administration at the end of January in last year um, which is sad um, there is I believe let me just find it here quickly. They hold deposits for motorcycles from 466 people, estimated to be 3.3 million pounds worth of orders. Um, that may, that in the state when this article was published, 14 April, may not be delivered there would have been no recourse for anyone that had ordered uh, an Norton motorcycle but further information on the 18th of april suggests that norton was bought by tvs motors uh, tvs motor company had acquired norton motorcycles limited in a cash transaction for 16 million pounds Quite a big big buck and uh they say that tvs will work closely with customers and employees and to try and get norton back to the international renown that it once that it, that it once shared now from the fall and rescue of one company to the rise of another Blitzstein, uh, the German suspension manufacturer known in the four-wheeled automotive world, has uh, spread their wings a little bit. Blitzstein will now be uh, producing suspension components for the British Super for the British Superbike Championship on the BMW Motorrad. S1000RR. So up until currently, they only, for now, at the time of the publication of of that article, which was 16 April, they have they are planning a launch for S1000RR BMW components from the initial 20 uh, 2009 model. My apologies uh, for. For that bike, they, they're planning a complete lineup of uh, suspension systems. This is interesting. Will we finally see a little more variation? Because up until current times, we have only seen proper performance suspension from Olin's WP and Showa. Um, they've been producing fantastic um, motorcycle suspensions and we do know Olin's they do produce quite a fantastic suspension system for most motorcycles will Blitzstein be able to give them a run for their money well we'll have to wait and see from what we can see here the 
the suspension setup for the BMW has adjustment on one of the front struts. And rumor has it that adjustments can be made by a rider on the fly, by the turn of a knob, even with a gloved hand. It'll be quite interesting to see whether this actually pans out well. And they've also, the design for the BMW S1000R, they've actually ditched the rear gas reservoir on the rear suspension. Rumored to save about two kilograms. Uh, we'll have to wait and see until production variations hit the the market to see whether this is actually actually true. And uh, there are some more rumors that uh, there are plans to go into OEM supply. Uh, rumor further has it that Blitzstein and BMW being the logical partnership. Both are well-known German companies. And another rise of another manufacturer, Virus. I don't know if the name is that, that interesting in the current situation. Virus spelled V-Y-R-U-S. Returns with a 200 horsepower Ducati powered motorcycle. And I must say, from the images that I've seen, this machine is beautiful. It is definitely more of an art piece, in my opinion. But another thing that uh, it's a virus apart is that it's a hub-steered, super-naked motorcycle. Which, like I said, it, it's, it absolutely looks fantastic. I've never driven a hub steer bike before, but to me, the whole design looks a little weird. Um, but it does look, like I said, it looks absolutely fantastic. I'll leave a link um, to the website showcasing the bike down in the, in the description. And then finally, you all know I'm a Honda fan, and I have to at least find one thing about Honda to say in a podcast. That is not actually true, but funny enough, Honda did actually do something pretty interesting. On they, uh, Honda have introduced Honda Go bike rentals available in Japan, where you can rent the certain range or type of motorcycle for a set price um, they handle all the the mechanics basically and you just rent the bike and they have various plans ranging from up to two hours four hour plan an eight hour plan and a 24 hour long plan up until 55 hours it appears and uh, the prices for these plans that vary between category and plan starting from around $13. These have all been approximated to uh, US dollars converted from yen. That's roughly 13, let's say $14 for a short plan on a 50cc up until 
$470 for a premium motorcycle on a 24-hour plan, maybe 55-hour plan if I'm reading this correctly. Now you'll be able to rent motorcycles depending on the category. They've got a 50cc, 51 to 125, 126 to 250, 251 to 400, 401 to 950, 950 and larger, and then a premium class. Now I'll give you a slight preview, or if you know the bikes, you can at least know what, what bike is supposed to be in what class roughly for the premium models they list three models here being the crf 1100 l which is the africa twin the goldwing and the goldwing tourer pretty decent bikes and i do understand they are fetching a premium price given the type of motorcycle if we move to the 950 plus we get the cb 1000 r CB1100 EX, CB1100 RS, CB1300 Super 4, and the 1300 Super Bolt Duo. I, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, which I, I feel kind of sad that the Fireblade hasn't been added to this category. Um, I would have loved to see a Fireblade in the rentals as well because that is the, the flagship sports bike. Um, if not in the 950 plus category, at least in the premium models. But as we move lower to the 401, to uh, between 401 and 950 cc's, we do find the CB650R as well as the CBR650RR, the NC750, the X80V, which appears to be a little bit of a ADV scooter. The VFR800F, which I'm also madly in love with. It's a beautiful bike. And I just think it's a little on the small side, but that is another topic for another day. And the VFR800X, which is another, looks to be a dual sport, or no, not a dual sport, an ADV. We move to 120 uh, or 251 to 400 cc's. We get the CB400 Super 4 as well as the Bold Your, the 400X as well as the CBR400. 126 to 250 cc's. There's a Rebel 250. That's a pretty decent beginner bike if you're into that. The CRF250L as well as the Rally. The CBR200. RR, oh, 250RR, and the CB250R. And even in the 125cc class, they, they include the CB125R, the Monkey 125, and the Super Cub, among others. But it seems that throughout the entire range, they've included the CBR in all but the 1000 cc and premium categories, which, like I said, it's sad not to see a Fireblade in the lineup, but I'm sure they have their reasons for doing this. And 
the aim of the bike rentals that they are providing is to get more people, get new people onto motorcycles. There's been this, uh, the American motorcycle market has seen that the, the, the hardest is the fact that very few new motorcycles are being sold and there are very few young riders joining the the culture, if I can phrase it as such. Um, and this has been feared too. That will be the death of motorcycling as a lifestyle, as a hobby, as mostly, a, like I said, a, a lifestyle that... The club culture, the biking culture may die if there isn't fresh or young blood being introduced. Now, something like this Honda Go Rentals, I see that it may work to, uh, to work well to get new new faces on, on motorcycles. And I, I'm pretty sure it's... We'll have to see how how well this works but further indication of the research research that honda has done is that 40 percent of people who own licenses don't own bikes so this may may actually help them out but i'll leave you with that thought and we'll see you on a next episode